Hello, everyone. I'm Marcus Robertson with Becker's Healthcare. Thank you for tuning in today to the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. We are thrilled to be joined by Kate Leatherby, Regional Vice President for the U.S. West at Pulsera. Kate, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Marcus. Let's go ahead and jump right into our conversation then. When Pulsera starts working with a new health system, uh, what types of challenges typically are they looking to solve? So typically when health systems approach us, they're looking to overcome challenges with fragmented communication. Um, indicators of that are usually, um, you know, they're looking to decrease time to treatment for time sensitive emergencies. Um, we have some great data surrounding that. Uh, our customers typically see about a 30% time uh, and decrease of treatment for time sensitive emergencies across the board, across our customer base. Um, there's also other reasons they look at the platform, um, such as scaling up communication in the context of MCI. Uh, recently, the you know the pandemic is, I think, still fresh in everybody's minds. Um, so load balancing and, and patient logistics movement, those types of things to get patients to the right resources at the right time. Okay. So you said mostly, you know, to overcome fragmented communications and kind of lay that groundwork for better infrastructure for the future. Yeah, that's exactly right. So with that in mind, how how does Pulsera fit into that health system's uh, you know, current workflows? Do organizations need to purchase new hardware in order to use your platform? And so that's a great question. Um, current workflows, we we integrate really well into current workflows. So uh taking the the process that they're currently using for activating time-sensitive emergencies, STEMI stroke trauma and just kind of overlaying Pulsera into that. But we stand out as being not just another thing. I like to always caution people, we're not another thing. Um, we're improving upon existing systems that are in place. So, you know, what we do, we, we create transparency in communication. Like you said, we lay um, that groundwork, that communication infrastructure. And so it's an opportunity to improve upon current process. So, I mean, we can overlay our, our technology and, and just replace the you know phone calls, radio reports, those types of things. But I think it's also a great time for our customers to evaluate current process and look for ways to optimize uh, what they're already doing. Just to add to that, as far as hardware, because you did ask about hardware and I, I realized I didn't address that, but um, there is no um, like on-site servers that are required. We're a cloud-based application. We work on Android and iOS mobile devices, um, as well as we have a browser version for um, those folks in the hospital that are, are seated at a computer more often than not. Um, so so no, or no hardware needs to be installed at the hospital. And this is, again, you said an improvement upon your existing systems, not just, you know, another thing to add in. And so are, can you think of any particularly innovative ways you've seen some of your seasoned customers leverage that platform? I love this question. Um, you know, the most satisfying aspect of the work that I do is having a front row uh, seat to, you know, really the amazing and innovative work that our customers are doing. You know, I, I, I talked about time sensitive emergencies and then using the Pulsera platform um, in the context of, of something like a pandemic, a mass casualty incident or something like that for patient logistics and movement. Um, but our customers get a hold of this technology. They start optimizing their workflows. They're seeing improvement um, in the way they communicate. They're seeing increased satisfaction because there's less um, communication errors. We know that that is a you know a, a big thing that comes up whenever we have Sentinel events. Um, communication is always an area where we can improve. 
So our customers really take the platform and kind of run with it. Some of our customers are, they're building stroke systems of care. So they're, in, they're really enhancing how they're delivering stroke care to um, patients in their region by, you know, if a patient can stay at a local hospital and receive a scan and TPA really quickly, they're using the Pulsar platform, the video aspect of our platform to be able to connect with like a comprehensive center, a, a stroke teleneurologist, um, and be able to better triage that patient to the appropriate place. There's some really great initiatives. Um, I, I live in the state of Colorado. And so there's some really great telehealth and telebehavioral health initiatives going on here in the state with Pulsera. I'm looking to overcome things like rural disparities, increasing access to care for our mountainous and, and uh, frontier rural areas of the state. Um, they're also streamlining the referral process for behavioral health needs. So uh, decreasing time to referral. And as I said, increasing access to care in rural areas. That's a, that's a, a big one for many states. Live video consults from hospital to the field for our pre-hospital care providers, um, better being able to serve those patients and allow their medical directors to have some transparency, uh, getting eyes on those patients to see you know, what their needs are and better be able to direct the paramedics in the field. And then uh, you know, I talked about the MCI and incident management stuff. We're starting to see customers incorporate Pulsera into emergency operations plans as the communication piece of it. Um, and use Pulsera for logistics and, and patient tracking, um, you know, to meet needs, like I said, and, and, and something like the pandemic. So they have that communication infrastructure in place, and they're really easily able to take care of the everyday patient, scale it up if they need to for uh, surge events, or uh, work on some really great initiatives in, in their communities, increasing access to care. So with as, as thrilling as, you know, improvements in that communication infrastructure is at the end of the day, this is all about improving patient care ultimately. So how does Pulsara's platform do that? Are you speeding uh, you know, the patient's actual time to treatment? How are you improving that patient care? Yeah, that's you know really what we aim to do. Um, many of us that work at Pulsara were uh, we used to be patient care providers in a in a previous world. I I was a, a paramedic for a long time. Um, and so really the patient is at the forefront of our minds all the time. So across the board, as I mentioned, we're seeing about a 30% reduction in time to treatment for time-sensitive emergencies. Um, and they're doing that by streamlining communication. And really that amount of time can be, it can be life-changing. You know, when we're talking about stroke, um, you know, stroke brain is, is, is time is brain and, and uh, in the setting of STEMI, time is muscle. Um, and trauma, they really, you know, try to work within that golden hour. So minutes count. And I think a great example that we have of quantifying the amount of time it takes to get um, a page out to trauma, STEMI or stroke. So think about that process. Um, if we have a patient coming from the field, they're notifying the hospital. Um, somebody's taking that report um, from the phone or radio. They're then calling a central paging service who's paging out that team. The team has to receive the page, call back to central paging, and they call back to the ED to let them know um, the team has received that alert. Um, so, you know, it, thinking about that process, and when when I talk to um, people that are evaluating Pulsera, it's, you know, that you don't realize when you're you're in the weeds, or you're, you're, you're sitting right there, that that process can take, um, our customers or report to us, um, about five to seven minutes they're seeing just in that piece of communication of five to seven minute um, time saving. So like I said, that is um, really important to especially those time sensitive patients where every every minute, every second counts. 
yeah, no, five to seven minutes is uh, an absolute, literally can be a lifetime of difference. Yeah. Uh, and you said you were a paramedic yourself. It, it is really sounding like EMS plays a huge role in decreasing these overall treatment times. You know, the relationships between uh, pre-hospital and the hospital teams, how have you seen those relationships change as they are using Pulsera? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, at, at wearing my paramedic hat, it's just, it, we've always wanted to be integrated really into the larger care team. So, you know, EMS is so important to the chain of survival. Um, and with Pulsera's technology, you have the ability, like I said, you know, we really just want to be integrated into that larger care team. And you have the ability to, uh, via, you know, team communication to integrate them into that, that larger team. Um, you know, creating transparency among the, amongst the team members in that continuum of care. Um, the other thing that I really love about Pulsera, something that was super important to me as a paramedic, was getting feedback on my patients. Um, you know, you, you care about your patients. It's, it's not something that you just drop them off at the hospital and you're like, okay, I hope they do well. It's you, you care and you want to know that, that they were treated well and that they had a good outcome. So one of the features in Pulsera that's great for uh, pre-hospital you know, essentially outreach is to close that loop of communication. When you close a Pulsera communication channel, uh, EMS is getting real-time feedback. And so that closed loop communication, it kind of closes that emotional loop as well. And it's extremely important to caregivers and en enhancing that overall team relationship between hospital and the pre-hospital worlds. Yeah. If you, if you get into this field, you, uh, you know, you're, you're doing it generally, I think to help people. And so knowing that that person that you're helping ended up, you know, getting what they needed. Um, yeah, that seems like that can be huge for, uh, yeah. you know, emotional and mental health for, you know, EMS workers. Oh, sure. As it wears on, it definitely wears on your mind. You know, uh, you, you think about them uh, long after, after they arrive at the hospital. So it's, it's a really important thing. I can only imagine. Um, and on that note, EMS, of course, was, uh, you know, in many places, unfortunately, a bottleneck during the really big COVID surges. Uh, how did your customers leverage uh, Pulsera's platform in those times? What did, they, what did they learn for the future? Yeah, so our customers, I was just so impressed. Um, they did a beautiful job of pivoting to meet the needs of the patient population um, during COVID. And, you know, we saw examples of that on, on the news, all the wonderful things that the people were just doing in general in healthcare, um, working long hours and, and putting themselves at risk. Our customers, I, I, was, I was so excited to see what they did with the platform in that setting, because as I mentioned before, they're always finding creative ways uh, to integrate Pulsera into what they're already doing and improve upon existing process. So the, the need during that time, uh, the, the big challenge, was really patient logistics and load balancing. So, you know, the EDs were were packed full of people. Um, you know, we we're trying to get get treatment to to people that you know you you said you mentioned a bottleneck. Um, so, how do you do that in in that setting? Um, so, we started to see customers using our our live video uh, functionality in the platform to do things like preserve PPE, um, being able to send one provider in with a patient and and have that provider don PPE and not, not send in uh, other people uh, to preserve that PPE. And then in the field to mitigate surge, you talked about the bottleneck again, 
Um, so we wanted to mitigate surge. We wanted to keep patients at home that could stay at home or get those patients to the right care, not necessarily the emergency department. So what we saw, uh, we saw EMS doing you know, telehealth consults with, with their physicians and connecting patients in the field directly with a physician via live video. And, you know, as a paramedic, I, I can, you know, recommend to somebody, uh, you know, we think you're okay to stay home and follow up with your physician, but it's always really comforting, I think, for patients when they can connect directly with a physician. Uh, there, there's there's nothing that can really take the place of that. So that was really nice to be able to bring the physician right to their own home and allow them to stay in the comfort of their home versus going to the emergency department and sitting there for hours. We also saw customers setting up on a larger scale virtual transfer centers, uh, regional and state level transfer centers to load balance those patients. So you know, the, the difficulty was, was resources, um, throughout the pandemic. So getting those patients to, to beds in hospitals where there were beds available and being able to communicate that and, and facilitate that interaction through Pulsera was really, really efficient. And so, uh, that infrastructure and those areas where they did that still exists today. So they're really set up if, if something else happens where there's, uh, you know, an incident that exceeds their, their capabilities and resources, um, they have that infrastructure set up and uh, for the future. So it's really cool to see that that is now part of, of a plan. You know, nobody ever thinks that something like uh, the pandemic will happen. You know, it's, it's out of sight, out of mind until it actually happens and it did happen. And so it's nice to see that, that people are continuing to um, keep existing structures that they had in place. So if something like that happens again, they're set up for success. Yes. And of course we all hope that something like that doesn't happen again, uh, at least anytime soon, uh, very much, uh, you know, over the pandemic restrictions and everything, but yes, we all are for sure. <laughs> well, Kate, I want to thank you for your time and all your insights you provided. I uh, also want to thank Pulsera, of course, for sponsoring our podcast today. Uh, and our listeners, you can be sure to tune into other podcasts at beckershealthcare.com slash podcast.